We're back. Welcome back to the Road of Life podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. With Bennett and McKay. What are we talking about this week, McKay? Uh, this week we're talking about apologizing. Yeah. And what a critical skill it is in it, relationships. Huge, isn't it? Yeah. I don't think a lot of people know how to do it well. Like no. we hear a lot of times on the phone with people and clients and folks that it's like they're talking about these problems that they've had and how... Like, I've apologized. I don't know. I don't know what else I'm supposed to do. I've, I've, I've said I'm sorry, and it's. Or on the flip side, I wish they just apologized. Yeah. He won't tell me. He won't just say he's sorry. Yeah. And so I, th- I think it comes up a lot. It does. Yeah. And I, I think it's a critical skill in all relationships. Like, not, not just, just romantic. Romantic relationships. Yeah. I think it's really important in business. Just being a human being. Yeah. It's important to when you make a mistake apologize for it yeah Yeah. own it and it's tough yeah i mean i think we grow up at least for me and i think for you we grow up and we're socialized that being wrong is bad yeah you learn don't be wrong well like think about school you get these tests and big red x Mm -hmm. and it's like you take it home and you get a 90 on it and it's like yeah but what about the other 10 percent? you Mm -hmm. got wrong Mm -hmm. that's not good yeah so I, i i feel like we learn that being wrong is bad and to yeah. avoid being wrong at all costs, which I think yeah. bleeds over a little bit into, I don't want to admit that I'm wrong because that means it's bad. Yeah, totally. And so we're, we're not usually in a hurry to admit our faults and to admit our, our wrongs. And, and I think a lot of it too, when you're a kid and if you did something wrong, you, you might've got a spanking or... <laughs> At least a timeout or, or a timeout something. or something happened. And that just, that, that imprinted on your little three-year-old, four-year-old brain, mm-hmm. carried that with you forever. Yeah. Making mistakes is wrong, is bad. And I, I, I can't acknowledge them. I don't mm-hmm. want to acknowledge them. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I think that's, I think that's part of it. Um, and so I think in order to be able to apologize, it takes a lot of courage which takes a lot of vulnerability. I think like a smidge of humility too, mm-hmm. to be able to acknowledge and own when you've, you know, not been your best self or not lived up to someone's expectation of you or your expectation of yourself. It mm-hmm. takes humility to admit that it takes courage and it takes vulnerability. And those three things are not they're, easy. They're tough. Yeah. yeah, they're tough. And, but I think when you do it well, when you can apologize and you've got a relationship where apologies are normalized and you can apologize, that builds trust in a relationship. And the more and you intimacy. do it, yeah. And the more you do it, the less scary and the less big it feels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Right. When you when you can just make it a normal part of your relationship, apologizing just becomes, you know, another skill, another tool in the tool belt that you use. Yeah. When you need to. Yeah, so we've heard from a lot of folks that, you know, past wrongs have not been addressed, mm-hmm. apologized for, not been forgiven. Mm-hmm. I've done this, but she won't forgive me or he won't forgive me. And Have you apologized? And if you have, what was that? What did that look like? And, and so <clears throat> we did some research mm-hmm. and we thought, yeah. what does an apology look like? I actually remember listening to a Brené Brown podcast, like, years ago when we were still working in our corporate jobs, still living in Ontario and she had Harriet Lerner on and she was talking about the elements of a sincere, genuine, effective apology. And so 
when we started to see this coming up, dig into this a little we bit. We started digging into that research a little bit more, and it was like there's like six things. Yeah, there's six six steps or six elements to a great apology, and I think it's it's really cool and really important for folks to understand when they're apologizing for something what makes a great apology and mm-hmm. so the first step or the first element is express remorse yeah <laughs> like actually be sorry for actually what be done. sorry actually understand that what you did was wrong and you are remorseful for it because mm-hmm. like, an apology where someone apologizes but you know they're not sorry for what they did. What, what's the point? Yeah. There is no there is no apology if there's no remorse or feeling. Yeah, like if you're just apologizing because, oh, this person got mad at me and I know we're in an awkward position. I don't actually like think that I did anything wrong here, but I know that they think I do. So I'm just going to apologize. It's going to come off as insincere. <laughs> like the other person will clearly understand that you are not actually apologetic you are not actually sorry for this 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 act so yeah the first thing is really actually express your remorse Mm -hmm. and following right along with that i think it it almost overlaps in in some places is the taking responsibility so going back to what you just said if you don't think you actually did anything wrong you won't take responsibility you're definitely not taking responsibility for anything and so when you've done something regardless of what it is who you hurt with it, take responsibility for it. And I think something we hear a lot is I apologize. It's like, okay, well, tell me what that apology, like, tell me that apology. And it's like, I'm sorry if what I said hurt your feelings. Yeah, I'm sorry, but you made me do it. Right, that's not taking responsibility. (laughs) That's putting it on me. If you're apologizing to me and you're saying, I'm sorry if what I said hurt you, but... I'm sorry I hurt your feelings, but you're... You're kind of soft. Like that doesn't take responsibility for what you've done. No, you've put it on the other you person. You put it on me. Yeah. You made me feel like I've did the reacted. Wrong. You were the wrong. I'm you were in the wrong. I'm in the like, wrong. I did something normal and you overreacted. Mm-hmm. That's not taking that's responsibility. Correct. And that's not going to go well in your relationship. That's not going to be an apology I'm inclined to accept and right. forgive based on. Yeah. Uh, so remorse and responsibility. And then the, the the third element is like, if you've done something wrong, stop doing it. <laughs> like avoid repeating the wrong. If If you know that the thing you did the first time hurt somebody and you're apologizing for it, make sure you don't keep doing that thing. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, the apology loses a lot of value <laughs> if you have to repeat it. All value. Like if you've got to keep repeating your apology because you keep repeating the behavior your apology means nothing to me because you obviously aren't learning anything from it or you're not or maybe you're you're just you're just not actually sorry like going back to the first one you're not actually remorseful right or you take no responsibility so then the fourth element is to make amends like you've done wrong you've acknowledged you've done wrong you feel bad for doing wrong you're not going to do it again but there's, there's still an element of make it up to the person if you if you can. Not not every single yeah, thing yeah. can be made up to someone. Obviously, I'm sorry I did this. Let me let me let me make it up to you by taking you out for dinner or mm-hmm. or <laughs> whatever it is. Like mm-hmm. let, like let me let me do this for you mm-hmm. in, in place of that. Mm-hmm. So, it, whatever you can do to make amends to that person, yep. that needs to be part of a a sincere apology. 
the element five is you may be ready to apologize, but the other person may not quite be ready yet, depending on the level of hurt, the thing that was done. They may not yet be ready to receive that apology. So the fifth element is to give them space, give the other person space, because we all we all digest and we all process and we all do these things on our own time. Mm-hmm. And Trying to force your apology on someone who's not ready to receive that apology is all about you when the apology is meant to be for the other person. You're meant to be apologizing to whoever you hurt, so it's meant to be for them. And so by you overriding my need for space and shoving an apology down my throat that I'm not ready for, yeah. it's all about you. I said sorry. You should now accept it and let's move on. Right. The, I've that, apologized. We're done here. Yeah. Well, but I, it's not I'm about not... you. They're the they're the aggrieved. They're the one that's hurt. Right. Let's let's let them digest this and process this on their time. So let's give them the space to do that. Depending on the level of the the hurt, the wrong, that they, might take some time. That might take a little longer than you're comfortable with. But mm-hmm. guess what? It's not about you. It's about right. them. So let them do do their thing. And then the last element of of an effective, sincere apology is the learning and the growth. Yeah. And so when you can demonstrate to the person you're apologizing to that you've learned from your behavior, you've learned from this outcome, you've learned from this situation and you're going to do something to grow from it so that you don't do it again, going back to the no repetition. Yeah. Then that makes it easier on the person you're apologizing to, to believe you, to accept it, to maybe forgive you. And maybe it'll take <clears throat> less time for them to process it and get get through whatever it is they're getting through. Right. So those are the yeah. six yeah. elements of what makes a really good apology. If you want to apologize to, to someone and hopefully have them accept it. Yeah. And and <laughs> like I say, and, and maybe it takes knowing that you're doing this from the heart and it's an effective, mm-hmm. meaningful apology, the time it takes for them to to process that and to quote unquote, get over whatever it is that they're mm-hmm. the, the thing that was happened, it, it might shorten that time, mm-hmm. time span. Yeah. But it helps everyone involved. Yeah. And what you were just saying about, you know, how long it might take someone to get to the point that they're ready to receive it and ready to accept it and potentially ready to forgive kind of brings up the next part yeah. of apologizing. Yeah. There's two sides. Right? There's two sides. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think for on the first part if someone apologizes to you sincerely with all of these elements and you know you can tell they feel bad they've taken responsibility Mm -hmm. they're not going to do it again they've made amends you know they've given you the space to process and they've shown you that they've grown that they're learning from it because we're all humans we all make mistakes nobody is perfect this is going to happen like people in your life that you love are gonna make a mistake Mm -hmm. and it might hurt yeah and I think when you get that sincere apology, you do your best to accept it. Yeah. If you're in a relationship with someone, business, romantic, friendship, family, kids, everybody. If it's a relationship that means something to you, and obviously it does to this person, if they've gone out of their way to make such a heartfelt Mm -hmm. apology that means something, then... Then I think it's on you to do your best to accept it. Yeah. And once you do... Once you do, it's 
gotta be over. over. Yeah, you can't carry that. Once you accept somebody's apology, you can't carry that through into future Arguments. disagreements mm-hmm. and future conversations because it just shows that you actually didn't accept it. Yeah, you didn't. Them. You didn't forgive them. You mm-hmm. didn't accept their apology. Like, oh, remember that time when you did that? Yeah, but you said that you accepted my apology. I apologize. You said you forgave me for that, and now mm-hmm. you're bringing it up again, which shows that you actually haven't. So it apologizing is a two-way street and there's the the person should be very remorseful follow you know have the accountability follow all these Mm -hmm. these elements of a great apology but also there's a responsibility on the receiving end to either accept it or or don't because in some cases maybe you can't maybe Mm -hmm. it's something so egregious that you you can't get past Mm it and that's okay like that's i mean that happens that happens sucks but it, it happens and it's your decision it's your choice but to your point i think we all owe it to ourselves and well mostly to ourselves to try our best to get over whatever it was mm-hmm. and to accept it and if we do to that's now gone it's that, behind us that's one of the elements i think of fighting fair like we we've got a few rules about fighting fair and i think one that that falls into this category is you don't bring up stuff that you've forgiven if yeah. you've forgiven it that means you've put it away it's gone it's gone you can't keep throwing it back in that person's face. Yep. That's that's a rule. That's not a fair fight. Yeah. So I, I thought that this was just a really cool, you know, point of discussion around mm-hmm. apologies, especially for, for folks who are going through, a, you know, a tough time in their relationships, whatever that is. And mm-hmm. so if, if that's the case and you have something that you feel like you should apologize for that you haven't, maybe now's the time to take stock of that relationship and whether it's it's a good time to reach out to that person and you know, implement an effective apology and get Mm -hmm. that relationship back to where you want it. And I think, especially if you've got kids, normalizing apologies. Apologies. Yeah. Yeah. Like not, not just kids can struggle with that for sure. Yeah. Kids struggle with that for, for sure. Cause it it goes along with what we talked about at the beginning with Mm -hmm. how you learn, like feels like you made a wrong and you don't want to, you don't want to get in trouble Mm -hmm. and you don't want to own it. And, Mm -hmm. and so I think normalizing apologies in front of kids. So not only, letting kids see mom apologize to someone or dad apologize to someone or auntie, whoever apologize to them also apologize to the kids yeah, so that they can know how it feels to receive an apology so that they can then turn around and offer one to someone else. And so I think normalizing apologies in your household, whatever that household looks like, um, especially if there's kids, because I think that's something that's really tough to learn and it's tougher to learn as you get older. Yeah. As you get more dug in to your... Setting your ways. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And so setting the example, being the example mm-hmm. so that kids can also see it and experience it. Totally. So yeah, that's, I think, the the takeaways. I think, just take stock of, is there anything out there that you, you know, need to apologize for? Or is there, is there something out there that you've, someone's apologized to mm-hmm. you and it felt heartfelt and you haven't gotten past it yet? And is there anything you can do about that? Mm-hmm. Think about that, but... Anything else, McKay? No, I would just say thanks for listening. And if you got anything that you might implement out of this episode, anything of value, forward it along to somebody else or feel free to yeah. like it, review it, share it. Always helps with the algorithm so we can help more people. That's right. Yep. We're on that mission. So anyways, thanks everybody and we'll talk to you next time. Road of life, yes you are.